Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Next Chapter with myself, your host, Gabe Baltier. Guys, today we have a very special episode. We have Dylan Henderson joining us today on the show. He is a close friend of mine and has a lot of good stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about fitness, going to the gym, lifting, and body dysmorphia. A lot of good stuff on this episode. So with that being said, please welcome Dylan Henderson. So welcome, Dylan, to the podcast. Appreciate you coming on, brother. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I think today's episode is going to be really good uh, because this is a topic that is talked about a lot. Yeah, I think it I really is. Oh, it's I, I feel like it's now, especially it's like ever since COVID, it's started to become more popular in social media. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, this is I think this is also a very sensitive topic because. You know, a lot of people are, I guess, I wouldn't say afraid, but are kind of nervous to talk about it because it, it is kind of a sensitive subject because it is, you know, about the body. It is about what you look like appearance wise and whatnot. But your story is is a really interesting, kind of similar to my story. But let's get into your story first. Why don't you tell the listeners your journey? Okay, so at this moment, I am a junior in college. So this takes me back about three, four years when I was a senior in high school. So coming into senior year of high school, I was weighing about 170 pounds being at five foot eight. So not 170 pounds of muscle, just 170 pounds of pure fat. Like I, my face looked like a donut. <laughs> and I mean that with every word possible. Um, so with going back to that, um, I just hit me one day. I was just talking to this girl and next thing you know, she's like, no, I won't want, I don't want to be with you because you're fat. And then everything just clicked. And my new year's resolution was to be, I want to lose weight. I want to have abs by the summertime. So January 1st hits 2019. I started going on this crazy diet. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about chicken and rice for lunch and dinner, six times, six days a week. And then I have one cheat meal and I'd be Sunday nights with my family make dinner. And like, when I mean cheat meal, I mean like spaghetti and meatballs like that, mm -hmm. that I consider that as a cheat meal, not like ice cream. I wouldn't touch that. I would not touch candy. I would not touch any of that stuff. Oh, so, and I, I, this went along for about eight months until we got to college here at Ithaca. So for, for that period of time, I lost about 21 pounds ish, which now looking back at it's like, great. That I lost the weight, but how I did it, it was absolutely absurd. Cause there's no way shape or form that someone should go through something like that. Right. And I personally believe like, all right, something was mentally ill with myself to make myself go through. All right. Lunch, chicken, and rice, dinner chicken and rice. I have a multivitamin to, so I can get everything else. Cause I felt like if I even added salt, if I added pepper, if I added the quinoa on my rice, like I would feel like, Oh no, I'm going to gain weight. I can't do that. I can't do that. No, Dylan stop. And like in the morning, like my, my breakfast is cereal blueberries with milk. Damn. Yeah. And like, and like I have a snack, like uh, just fruit. And I would have that once after I got back from school and then go to the gym and then come home, chicken and rice at like eight o'clock. And that's it. That's all I eat. I'll probably like looking back, and I would be lucky if I had like fifteen hundred calories. That's crazy. That's I mean that it, that's it, it's I mean that is really crazy. And so, to put yeah yeah. So like just doing that for about eight nine months straight, I'm like I'm looking like like how, like what, like what in my mind 
could possibly trigger that to happen. Right. So it's just, and just looking back and then, cause there's also a period of time where I fractured my wrist. So I was, I wasn't able to go to the gym for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, and I kept that same regimen. I continued losing weight and I was losing weight fast. Like I wasn't just going to gym, burning calories. No, I was just walking to practice because I was on the baseball team. So I was trying to support my teammates. And then I would come home and just eat chicken rice. That's right. just purely it. And I was like, all right, this is the only way I possibly can lose weight because I can't get any physical activity. So Dylan, you have to be strict with your diet. And my parents would call me crazy. Like, Dylan, no, you can have this extra piece of chicken. Like, you're totally fast. Like, no, I would, I, would, I would really throw it back into the fridge at my mom. And my mom would be like, Dylan, it's okay. I was like, no, you're losing too much weight. It's like, no, mom, I am not. I am getting fat. I and, mean, it's crazy, you know, and it, it's, it's, it's tough to say, but it's, you know, it, it's, that's how it is sometimes. Like when, you know, when you want to lose weight, you know, you want to keep losing weight and you think that if you do cheat or you, you know, eat something sweet or something that it is going to just completely throw it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as like other people, like your mom was like, probably like, like, Oh, you can eat, you'll be fine. Like she may know it's fine, but to you, it, it it's, it doesn't feel fine. Like it, it just, oh. it doesn't feel fine. And like, just having to look at myself in the mirror the next, like that next day, I'm like, Oh, like, there's like this little part of my little stomach that's not as toned as I want it to be. So I, I, I know, and I gotta eat like less calories today. And then if I step on, I would step on the scale every morning. Like, oh no, I gained like 0.2 pounds. This right. is crazy. Like, I got, I got to lose that back again. And like, it just, and that's with that small weight, it could just be just water in my system. Like, right. maybe I had like a, another extra glass of water the night before that made me gain 0.2 pounds. I was like, at that point in time, it was all or nothing yeah. and no matter what I would do, no matter like how much I would eat, it would be like, Oh no, weight's coming on fat, all this stuff. And it just made me feel like disgusted with myself, even though I'm just eating chicken, rice, cereal, blueberries, getting my, like, it's just nothing much at all. Looking back on it now. I mean, that that, that is really nothing like that's three things and they are healthy things, but it isn't what is going to, help you to, to grow and, and be strong. And, mm-hmm. you know, yes, eating chicken and rice is good. It's a good, it's a good meal, but eat every day. Like that's tough. It's gotta be tough. Like if, if someone tried to make a bet with me to do that again, I, I swear <laughs> I'll probably crack within a week. There, there, there's, there's just no way. Like I could get back to that mental state where like, all right, boom, yeah. here we go. But even still like now, like, what three years down three four years down the road it's almost like coming back to, oh no it's this little part of me coming back to weight and like i almost still see myself like all right i'm that one i'm that kid 170 pounds fat i'm like oh no here we go i gotta start losing weight again and then like I, even though like sometimes now like i won't do all these weird stuff that y'all do like just going out to have a good time like i'm scared i i, I, I calories just hit me in the head like yeah. i it's like you've seen this recently it's getting to the point where, like, oh no, extra calories. Can't have that. Yeah. I mean, you know, speaking from like a mental side of it, that it's just, it's hard because your, your brain is telling you all these things that mm-hmm. you, that are, they make your brain is making it seem so true. It's like, oh, you know, I'm getting fat. This is like, you know, I don't look the same as I did yesterday in the mirror. Like, what, what was it like for you mentally? Oh, like at the time being, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Like going through the motions, like, all right. I'm getting, I'm eating healthy. It's not like I'm eating junk food. So I like, what's the problem with it? Like, I don't, I don't see anything what's wrong. Like I am having my cards, my protein, 
and then like fat with milk. So it's like, all right, what am I doing wrong? But then like the, the little, like, like little amounts of food I'm having, that's like not healthy for my body was absurd. Mm -hmm. Looking back at it now, like just like that mental drive, like, all right, I got to lose weight was so crazy Yeah, that I, I almost took control of me. And then people would try to offer me like, like these little things of food. I would turn around like, no, not happening, not going remotely close to that. And it was funny because like, I, like during Lent, that that same time period, like mm-hmm. I, oh, I always give up like candy, sugar, because I, I, that's what I used to love. Like I used to like I, I have a big sweet tooth, right? And so like if someone put like a cookie for me, like I would eat two, and I, it's just it would, it would just be bad. But then that time, I was talking to my mom, and she like didn't want to get it for that. I was like, I have no clue, because I already get that took the stuff out of my life. I was like, I, I don't, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, and my mom was like trying to help me come up with these different ideas, and to be honest, I don't even remember what I did that time that time period. But I was like looking back on it because I used to do it too, trying to go through freshman year, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Dylan, what are you doing?" Like it's just absurd. Like, I got yeah. I was getting like the, the boiled chicken from Campus Center and this <laughs> hard rice that would feel like it had plastic in it, and that's all I would eat for dinner. Yeah. So like I was like it was almost like I was like like struggling myself like struggling like this is all i'm eating it's not it was not good because i was trying to it was horrible and then you know on the other side it's like you know i can speak to this as well as like we're both lifters we lift weight Mm -hmm. and to to lift weight and heavy weight in fact you need to have a good amount of nutrients in your body it can't just Mm -hmm. be you know the basics of chicken and rice and 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 milk you know you got to have a little bit of everything and i think you know speaking on the body dysmorphia and I can speak to this as well as like when you start lifting, you know, there's kind of like everyone thinks it's, oh, you know, I'm going to look big and strong. And, you know, even if, when I start lifting, it's like, you know, the reality is that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you may feel stronger, but like, I, I can speak to this because I've seen it literally firsthand with myself. It's like I, my body will, will look weird because of how much I've been lifting. Yeah, I agree. Like you like and everybody's different like sometimes it's like your arms are you know bigger than your chest or you know your legs are bigger than your arms it's like that that happens that that is something mm-hmm. that i think a lot of lifters deal with at, at the beginning of their lifting journey yeah and like a lot of people it's like don't really see the genetics part of it and mm-hmm. then they go on social media like on instagram twitter like ads in the paper on tv and they see all those like perfect people like you would think like you think of like powerlifting you, you see like all these big guys who are just lean fighting machines mm-hmm. and like people on social media, like Bradley Martin, who's an absolute freak of nature, yeah. like six foot three, 280 pounds. And it's like, he's ripped. He has a six pack and it's like nothing could go wrong. And then like girls, you see like summer Ray and then like, and like how perfect figure they have. And they're like, Oh, I want that. But like yeah. in some pictures, they don't realize how edited it is, how big a lighting is into the picture it is and it just it just hit, hurts everyone mentally it's like all right i want to be like that but it's mm-hmm. almost physically impossible to be like that unless you do everything perfectly and that comes with struggles here and there yeah 100 like that's it's, it's exactly what it is and like speaking to that like you know with bradley martin it's like a, i feel like a lot of guys like compare themselves to him they're like oh i want to look like him i want to be like him and it's like well you can try but there's also the genetic side of it where it's 
you know, he has the genes and, you know, I, I don't know if he's natural or not. I, I don't, I don't think he is. Oh, who knows? <laughs> like we, we can get into that as well. Like, because a lot of the people that do post stuff like that on Instagram are, you know, using some sort of supplement to help them look like mm-hmm. that. Like, it's not just, you know, I'm going to the gym every single day, lifting weights. Like, no, that they, they use something. It may mm-hmm. not be steroids per se, but it is something that is helping them look like that because yeah yeah and like especially with the rise of tiktok like people are seeing like how perfect figures they have mm-hmm. and they don't see like how long they've worked and like they expect the things to work very quickly and just like if they are taking some sort of supplement to help them like like say like fat burners or some sort of like that that's like very harmful to the body mm-hmm. like like they don't see the other side of it like off the camera because obviously when you go on social media everyone's going to post their biggest highs of the yeah. day. Like if they make a great lift, they're going to show that, but not to show like the small things that they do to get to that big lift or the small struggles that they had. If they failed, they were up like two weeks ago or a week ago. They're not going to show that, show the struggle with it. They're just going to yeah. show the positive stuff. So like it's going to look better mm-hmm. for their outlook of people and be like, oh, wow, they can do that. I want to try to do that. Yeah. They go for gym for a month. Oh, wait, I can only do like half that weight like this is not good and it hurts, it hurts them mentally it's like now they're like they see it more and then they're scared of it like i don't want to show this off to people because i want to be proud of mm-hmm. and then and i think that's like you know the the idea of comparison is like everyone wants to compare themselves to somebody else mm-hmm. like they want it they, they'll see someone bench 315 they're like oh i want to bench 315 and so they'll try to be like that person and or they they see someone deadlift 500 pounds like oh i want to deadlift 500 pounds it's like well you know, you don't understand. Like, they'll post that on social media, but you don't know how long it took for them to get there. Like it could have taken them two, three, four years to actually get to that lift. And you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's something that a lot of beginner lifters kind of forget is like, you know, it's not going to happen in like six months. It's not going to happen, in, you know, maybe even a year. It takes time to reach like those, those high numbers and like do the things that you see on, on Instagram and TikTok and, and Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. And then like they don't realize the outside aspect of things that come like they don't realize how important diet is, how important sleep is, how important water cons- consumption is. Like if there's all these outside factors that you don't realize, and especially like in re- early stages of things, mm-hmm. you see all these different stuff and like, all right, I guess you got to do this workout, this workout and this workout. But you're then subtracting the rest like 22 hours of your day. You, we don't know what's going on per se. At the, when they're not outside of the gym because like stuff like water is so important and if you don't have the right amount of ounces it's not going to look you're not going to be able to form as well as you would want to to help right. lose that weight to help get stronger to help yeah. all that like there's a lot that goes into to lifting it's like it's not just going to the gym and lifting weights it's like you're gonna have to eat well sleep well mm-hmm. drink well like it's not you know you can't it, it's not always about the weights Mm-hmm. It can't be because if it is, then everybody would be fit. And it's like, it's how you treat your body after the gym. Like you get good sleep, you get eight hours, you drink a good amount of water, you eat good food. You know, you don't go out and, you know, eat McDonald's every day. Yeah. You know, and just for a question for you, like, is, was there any point in the time where you realize, Oh no, I, I, I think something's wrong with my mental state with how I look in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was a time, I think it was, I want to say like freshman year we got here, there was a time where I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, wow, I don't, 
I don't look that strong. I look like just some scrawny kid and I would, I would still be lifting decent numbers, not crazy numbers, but mm-hmm. I would look at myself and I'd be like, Oh, I'm not as strong as I want to be. And then I, of course I'd go to the fitness center and there'd be like, you know, mad, these massive football players and these huge power lifters. And they're like pulling 700 pounds. And I'm like, you know, I would get down on myself mentally, but I soon quickly came to the terms of like, you know, it's, it takes time. Like I'm just the, like at that point, I was just the beginning of my, my lifting career. And, you know, I, and I was doing, I was comparing myself to somebody who has been doing it for years. Like, I think we, I think you and I both remember that, that I think he was a senior or junior at the time who would lift like seven forty fives on deadlift. Like he was basically oh, yeah. like, like the short, you know, you know, yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I would be with him in the gym and I would see him like bench like 405 for reps and would squat 700 pounds and would deadlift 600 pounds. And I'd be comparing myself to him. And I was like, well, I shouldn't be doing that. I should be focusing on myself because he's, he's clearly been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and wh- when do you, when was that moment that clicked? It's like, oh no, I should not be doing this. I think it was like, I want to say actually COVID COVID is what COVID was what like started. And that's when it really started for me is like, I'm just going to work on myself. Like I'm just going to lift and I'm not going to worry about what I look like. Like I'm just going to lift what I want to lift and not focus on the, the body size. And I, and I remember during COVID, like I was working out so much and I was just focusing on lifting and lifting and lifting and not focusing on like what I looked like in the mirror that I actually put on, like, I want to say 20, like 25 pounds of muscle on in the span of like, short amount i would say like six or seven months and Mm -hmm. it was because i wasn't focusing on it i wasn't thinking about it i was like i'm not going to worry about what i look like i'm just going to lift yeah i got you because like it's it's similar with me because with being out in public and we're so like every so often pre-covid it's like all right now you have people compared to like you don't know like if you're going to be as strong as them and like how that affects you and like your body is not completely perfect to them then COVID hit. Now it's just you and like for me, it was just me in my basement. Like I have, I can't compare anyone else to myself. Yeah. And I'll just track my progress slowly. I was like, all right, this is actually looking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, now like my bench is getting bigger. I, I'm now hitting new PRs I never did before. And I can't see that other person be like, oh, no, they're now benching like 100 pounds more than me. Right. Like, oh, I'm slowly improving. It's like, okay, I got this. Like it, everything helped change my head. And so today I was like, all right. Like I don't have to, I don't have to compare myself to you because certain lifts you're a lot better than me. And yeah. I'm like, I was like, it's like, oh, okay, I, 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 I'm making progress. I'm, I'm getting better myself every day. And it's just like looking at me. It's like, all right, I feel more confident as a person. Exactly, exactly right. Well, Dylan, in closing, if you could give advice to a beginner lifter, what beginning advice would you give to them? Uh, you won't see changes overnight. It's gonna mm-hmm. take a grueling time and what worked for me the most is like i would take pictures of myself every night every night mm-hmm. and then then i like end a month i'll go like all right so of course so like today's november 1st ironically so say today's, today's november, november 1st i'll be like okay what did i look like a month ago the october 1st i'll look at the picture and like now i see this change and then mm-hmm. whatever looking back like what what worked then tell me now then continue to do that this month. And then if I see like I can improve anywhere, I'm like, all right, boom, I can do this. And then what other thing is don't be afraid to ask people questions in the gym who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like if you like with that guy we saw, I was like, all right, maybe I can ask him questions. Like, all right, 
what do you do outside of the gym? What right. do you do with your pre-rock routine? Because I'm still learning stuff, and I've mm-hmm. been doing this for about three years. Uh, I hurt my back, and then I this kid who is absolutely phenomenal, his name's Jake, um, and then he showed me his back routine he did. And I'm like, and ever since I started doing that, my back's been helping a lot more. I've been getting bigger, I've been getting stronger in these different lifts. And it's like just asking questions to people who know what they're doing. Like, because like if if you someone asks me a question, I'd be more than happy to help them. Mm-hmm. But if I don't want to, then they take it seriously and say it's, like, it's even better. Like, so I'm like, all right, I want to see you improve because that's what's best for everyone. It's mm-hmm. like for your mental state, for mine, and everyone else in the gym because it's all confidence. And then you see them they're actually doing it, they're actually improving, and then they get that thank you at like a month later. It's like, all right, I've done all this stuff. It just as it, it just feels good as a person. It's like, all right, now they're learning. Now they're gonna get better, and hopefully, they pass that on to someone else. Continue so unfortunate, so forth. So like, back to like the questions. Like, what I I would tell them those two things. Like, don't forget to ask questions to people because more people will be more helpful to answer questions than not. And then like slowly track progress. Like every minor win is a win and should be celebrated and not exactly. looked down upon. Exactly. That's great advice. Well, Dylan, I really appreciate you taking the time and come on the show, brother. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All righty, guys. That is it for today's episode of The Next Chapter. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys learned something. Huge thanks to Dylan for coming on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed his story. He has a lot of great information on lifting and body dysmorphia and getting into the gym. So big thanks to Dylan for coming on the show. Before we hit, before we close the show, guys, I want to give a huge shout out to Xander Windsor, who created the intro and outro music for this podcast. He is an amazing musician and music producer, so huge thanks to him for creating the intro and outro music. With that being said, we'll be coming out with another episode later this week, so make sure to look out for that. But with that being said, guys, sending on the love and positive vibes your way, and we'll see you guys later.